0: Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hello. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of X of Words. Thank you for being here again. I enjoy it. I always enjoy us having this time. I'm Ashley, and that's about all you need to know about that. Uh, today, we have, with me, amazing artist and all-around fun person, Josh Cornel. Get that right? Perfect, yeah. I mean, so, like, it just feels so
1: good to say. You're a Francophile at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ooh, It's a long way.
1: <laughs> but
0: thank you. Um, hey, hey, Josh. Um, you Well, before we get into it, you guys can follow Josh at... Josh Corneon, that's J-O-S-H-C-O-R-N-I-L-L-O-N. And literally pause the episode, right? Hit that in. Go check out the art. You're going to see some either deeply transformative or deeply informative images of Bobby and <laughs> Warren. And like, just do yourself that favor before we get into it. Anyhow. Um, hi. Hey, Josh. Introduce yourself. Tell us about yourself.
1: Hi. Um, thank you so much for having me. I love that this podcast is born out of X Twitter because it is truly, it has been my saving grace during the pandemic. Um, really just doubling down in terms of making horny and horrific x-men focused content and i love it <laughs> um my name is josh i live in new york city i am a professional illustrator and comic artist um recently kind of made the transition from like much more amateurish to professional and i've, I've got some stuff uh that should be coming out in the fall that people can see but um yeah i'm a big x-men fan big comic fan um, and love to, love to make some, some fun, quirky, cute pictures of those mutants we know and love. Hmm. Yes. And we love you for it. So thank you. Thank you, Joy. Thank you. For producing these things
0: that help us see the the characters that we love in ways we never expected.
1: <laughs> and in positions you never expected. <laughs> I should clarify I don't just uh, Only a very small portion of what I do is like Is is thirsty art But it is also somehow become my total trademark And I'm not fighting it It is who I am
0: Yes and we love who you are And we love the nipple detail We love all of it
1: (laughs) We love a shiny nipple If if you're not applying the same level of baby oil to your nipples You're doing something wrong Thank you Preach and we can end the episode right here. We've said all we need to say. <laughs> it truly, truly, like, there's no way we go up from here. Like, it, I mean, the question is just circumstantial at this point. Like, <laughs> this is really an an expose on, on nipple shininess. <laughs> Listen, I mean, it,
0: if you see an episode on nipples, just just, just mind, mind it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, okay, talking about um, conditional questions. Uh, this episode is return to a format we haven't had in a while So this is what we like to call a blindfold question So neither Josh nor I have arrived Knowing what the hell we will spend this 10 minutes talking about uh, With that said, I'm going to pull up the list of questions That we can choose from And I will start cycling Okay, Josh, tell me when to stop
1: um, stop
0: okay so we've got what is happening with Gorgon
1: hmm okay
0: yeah so now that you've met me now you've met Josh now you know the question is our ex starts wait for it wait for it wait for it wait for it he's fucking with the timer he's fucked it up again now
1: (laughs) 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 okay um for background, for folks who might not know, uh, Gorgon is a character who recently died in the Ten of Swords crossover um, back in the fall. And because he because Ten of Swords took place in the the other dimensional space called Otherworld, um, he wasn't able to be resurrected in the same way via Krakoan protocols. We saw that also happen to Rockslide. Um, it means that their backups get totally scrambled as opposed to being the kind of the normal backup and they are i guess some sort of like multiversal, versal of all of them all of the gorgons that have existed
0: come on context
1: <laughs> just trying to that's me getting my <laughs> own bearings yeah. there um,
0: very smart move you're like okay so i'm gonna give you guys an explainer <laughs>
1: right <laughs> i'm repeating the question so i can answer the question um, so we see Gorgon has come back, um, uh, he, he has been resurrected, but they describe him as being resurrected, like not the same Gorgon who died and, and what we saw from Rockslide, we really haven't seen much of Gorgon, but from what we saw of Rockslide, he comes back kind of tabula rasa, blank slate, um. Which,
0: yeah, which I found odd, because they said that he was going to be, you were going to be kind of like an amalgam of mm-hmm. all of your, um, your variants. So, yeah, there's this interesting um, contrast, I think, between what we see with Betsy. So Betsy is shattered. And then over the next Mm -hmm. couple of issues of Excalibur, we're introduced to legions of Betsy's. My personal favorite Mm -hmm.
1: being Goose Betsy. Yeah, absolutely. Goose Goose Betsy and Velociraptor Betsy. Uh, I was going to say Velociraptor Betsy is just...
0: Like, how are we meant to care about the purpled haired lady after this? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, is, the, is this a world with an entire Velociraptor X-Men? Like, why are we still watching these stupid humans like, <laughs> or mutants? But let's go to the Velociraptor universe. What, One thousand um, percent. But like,
0: yeah, so where we see all the variation with Betsy, you'd imagine that some mix of all of those was what happened to Rockslide. Mm hmm. He died and he, he was like brought back as like a jumble of any, any number of right. those. And so, but when he comes back, he's kind of like inarticulate. Yeah. I was expecting way more of like your personality or your, your, your sort of a coherent character, but your memories and your background are just completely mm-hmm. new. I thought that was going to be a, a chance for them to like bring us a completely new character, like refresh, new backstory, new everything. Yeah. But he kind of comes back, nah. So do you think that's what's going to happen with Gorgon as well?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting kind of concept because they describe him as, uh, Rockslide specifically, as almost childlike in how he's kind of absorbing information and how he's interacting with people, but he's very much, like, not in, like, a baby body. I don't know what baby Rockslide would look like, but... um, Bag of sand. So are we to assume that there's, like, a bunch of universes where Rockslide was just, like, a baby? Yeah. but I, I think Gorgon presumably comes back in in like an adult form body, but is he also this kind of blank slate? Um, how quickly do these blank slate kind of reformed X-Men, do they like learn and adjust? Um, that's a big question. Because mm-hmm. um, we haven't seen Rock beyond like several issues ago of um, X-Factor. And we've seen um, a couple characters and Hellions died over in Arako. Um, and then got reformed, but they came back as like sharper, meaner, eviler versions of themselves, which I think is just such an over the top, (laughs) incredible, (laughs) comical, crazy move. And I love it. I, I, I must admit that I am such, such a deep fan of like the whole Arako, you come back sharper thing. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I think... The the fact that we don't have a book that's just... I mean, I, I get that they're kind of teasing out the info, but, like, I need a book just focused on the Iraqi council, like, yesterday. I need... That needs to be one of the first things um, announced, you uh, know, in the next wave. It, exactly. And, like,
0: when it comes to... Why are we still having panels about Cyclops and his, his, his uncompelling youth? Like, this Rick and Morty show... Of you two, like I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. You've got Core of the Burning Heart just
1: popping out of portals, with like the chest mm-hmm. lit up. Like, are we not talking about her? Right. It's like, how do we? How are we not on issue 15 of an Iska solo series right now? <sighs> Please, because we will <laughs> literally that
0: that sentence right will erase the whole question <laughs> of the episode. Because I don't know how
1: Marvel had both. That's Iska, the new question. Literally. How
0: do you have Iska and Genesis and talk about anything mm-hmm. else?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, how how have we had miniseries about you know this and that and whatever, and we're not like deep into what is currently going on with Apocalypse and his family as they like returned to hold off the horde. Oh. I, you know what, Josh? Question: Episode two, episode
0: three, featuring you. We'll do it. <laughs> Okay, perfect, perfect. But, like, okay, Gorgon. But back to Gorgon. <laughs> yeah, poor Gorgon, because now we've done what they did. Like, we've just left him <laughs> abandoned. So, it, okay, assuming that he comes back and he's not in, like, a baby sort of uh, state, mm-hmm. what would you want from Gorgon? What changes? What What would you love
1: to see? I think it would be interesting to see a Gorgon who is almost the pure embodiment of what a, a Krakoan mutant could be, because we've seen, you know, obviously there are children on Krakoa, um, but they presumably have come from human parents or parents that have been raised in human experiences. So I don't know that we've ever seen like a, a first Krakoan birth kind of thing mm-hmm. and, and what the idea of like a pure Krakoan citizen would, would look like, because um, everyone is presumably coming from another country to Krakoa. Um, so I think gorgon, this reformed gorgon and in Slide to an extent being like the first people whose their entire identity and existence has been Krokoan based is kind of interesting. and if he because we know that he was a a captain, um one of those kind of chosen to be like a a supreme defender of Krokoa, like Scott is the the main captain Magic is another captain yeah um. So I think this idea of him being just this pure Crocoan—I don't want to say nationalist because that seems charged—but uh, native, yeah, this pure Crocoan native who who feels this intense bond and and cultural tie to Krokoa would be a really interesting thing to to look into. I think that maybe way of X would be, even be an interesting place to explore that as we're talking about Krokoan culture and what that means. Wow. Um, no I think yeah, that's, I think that's that, amazing
0: because I, I was thinking characterization, but actually yeah the, the, mm. the idea of what that means and I think there's a really I think it's, it's really interesting in the in this, <laughs> if this sentence ever happens <laughs> I think like Gorgon is a really interesting person to talk about that with because he's got so much lore on his back like when Rockslide left and came back you kind of got mm-hmm. off at the beginning Of the problem. You didn't... Like, Rockslide was... It was a shame. But you kind of went out before you did anything. Whereas Gorgon, like, basically carried... Tough
1: to hear. Tough to hear. The new X-Men Feral fans are unsubscribing. (laughs) They are doxing you. It is all... It's all falling down in front of you right now. Look, I'm sorry. (laughs) Just kidding. Go ahead. I
0: love... Look, I love... I love Rockslide as as much as the next person. But you kind of got...
1: You know the anime scenes when, like... And then the body slides
0: (laughs) to the side. Which,
1: like, okay, fundamentally, Rock Slide, it has been explained, is a, he's more of like a golem. He's a a psychic entity um, inside, inhabiting a rock body. Sorry, I totally took us off track. But it's like, how does he, how does that get cut in half? I don't know. I'm interested. Yeah,
0: because I feel like the exact same storyline that Betsy got, where your consciousness was hopping around into other bodies, was what should have happened with...
1: Rock slide yeah.
0: Because he was a spirit mm. inside a body.
1: Yeah. He could have just reformed himself hypothetically. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, th- I think
0: Gorgon's really interesting to talk about that with because he basically carried this confrontation in such a major way that he's mm-hmm. going to be someone who comes back to like, presumably the, all this celebration and respect and acclaim with no mm-hmm. memory of any of it. And I think that's a really interesting uh
1: story intention to peel out yeah yeah i i agree i think that there is Oop, oh, we've hit her done um thank you 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 did my oop usually it's me that goes oop, but thanks <laughs> can always be counted on for a good oop. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think that just just finishing up that thought but i think that there's two kind of roots to look at it. I think it would be interesting if, like, the last we ever saw of Gorgon was that that last stand that he did during Ten of Swords because I think that that was a really nice dramatic moment and it felt really, you know, it really ended the event right before everything kind of blew up. But it ended the tournament part of the event in a really interesting and kind of satisfying way and mm-hmm. was maybe the most interesting that the character's ever been or, or the biggest moment that the character's ever gotten to have. Mm. Um, but then on the other hand like you said it's so interesting now the the story potential of this character coming back and everyone being like you were this great war hero you like saved us you like really clinched this victory for us and yet he has no idea what or why or you know does he pick up his swords and think like I'd have no connection to these like I'm a pacifist now like I have no desire to be you know the same kind of evil dude I was before. Because he was kind of an evil dude. A hundred percent.
0: Well, I, th- I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. Like, if he was in Way of X, that would be... Firstly, I'd love him to be brought back as, like, a pure comedy character. Because some of the best characterizations <laughs> of this new, like, era of X-Men have been, like, mm-hmm. how certain people have lent into, like, these comedy chops that you wouldn't expect. And um, everyone's getting... I think not having to fight for your life every issue has allowed personalities to start to like, you know, put forward a bit more and it would be nice to know who Gorgon was or who Gorgon could have been before he was the grizzled bad guy. Yeah. And like, if he was in either either way of X or I want you to be trained by the white sword because you know, when he was in the competition, the white sword was like, I respect you.
1: Yeah. And like, if he came back and had to like learn sword fighting again from the white sword, I think that would be amazing. That would be really cool. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't thought about the White Sword kind of being a a Gorgon supporting player, and and now I I'd need to see a hundred issues of that Buddy Cop <laughs> duo. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So yes, I
0: totally agree. I I mean, to be honest, any Buddy Cop duo, um, like Goose Betsy
1: and Velociraptor Betsy buddy cop. Like, go? what are they getting into? You know it's shenanigans. <laughs> you know that Saturnine is pulling her hair out, because she's got a full goose living in the Starlight Citadel.
0: God. Oh my god. Just call the book Shenanigans.
1: Ten, ten of shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's just ten, like, quick bite stories per issue of literal chaos ensuing.
0: <laughs> there was so i i i think i said this before but like i wanted a baby's book but literally if you did uh if you did like marvel shorts just about like all the animals and babies and people who are always in the Mm -hmm. background like you know the velociraptor from runaways little bit Mm -hmm. little amazing baby jeff the land shark (laughs) shogo
1: just what the hell they're doing in the background exactly Um, yeah, there, I feel like I can't even remember if it's Marvel or DC, but there's been like a, like an amazing pets team up before. So we need to get all of the like crazy Marvel pets together and, and then have Shogo lead them all. <laughs> Ama- amazing. Um, okay. So to tie- I know we're, we're really running over
0: now, but, um, to tie us up on like one final, uh, question aligned thought. Mm-hmm. Who do you think needs to die in Otherworld?
1: What character do you think desperately needs a reset? I think they should um, take Beast to Otherworld, um, put, you know, tie a brick to his ankle and toss him right into some sort of lake or body of water. And if they don't resurrect him for a little while, I'm not mad about that either. (laughs) i don't know why i keep asking that question
0: essentially all all questions that are like who should go
1: away is just me asking
0: yes to say beast
1: that's it look the man is he's off the deep end and he needs to be put in the deep end (laughs) and with that perfect perfect closer up
0: I am going to say thank you, Josh, for coming and spending this uh, slightly over 10 minutes episode with me. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I've been Ashley.
1: And I'm Josh. And this is X of Words. You wanted me to screw up, but I'm never gonna. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too good. I'm too good. It was perfect. It was (laughs) perfect,
0: someone I fit aside